The opinions expressed in the following program are those of the producer and not necessarily those of WKTV Community Media. Sometimes a man can feel an emptiness, like he was robbed of his very soul. A woman too, God knows, she can feel like this. And when your world seems cold, down to your aching bones, you got to let your spirit take control. When you can't find the light that guides us through a cloudy day, when the stars ain't shining bright, and you feel like you've lost your way, when the candlelight of home burns so far away, got to let your soul shine, shine till the break of day. Talking about soul shine, it's better than sunshine. It's better than moonshine. Damn sure better than rain. Got to let your soul shine, shine bright to light the way. Brought to you by WKTV, I'm Wayne Thomas. Welcome to another Grand Rapids Ghost Hunters Paranormal Podcast. First of all, let's meet my spooky friends, <laughs> our regulars on the show, Brandon Jose and Kim Colleen. Hey, I'm Brandon Jose of uh, Kent County Paranormal. I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in and uh, grasp la Bill and Connie Jones of Grass last week for uh, joining us as guests. Um, and Kim, if you wanna. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Kim Colleen and a part of the team here with Grand Rapids Ghost Hunters Paranormal Podcast. Um, I'd like to read a little bit of our special guest's book right here. Her name is Exie Suzanne Smith. And the name of the book is called Welcome to My Paranormal Life. And I just want to read the back of it so you guys can get a little bit of an introduction to Exy. As the grogginess starts to fade, I notice how dark my room is. My bedroom door must be closed. I never shut my bedroom door. I do not like or feel safe in the dark. My stomach, now flopping with fear, I know that I am not alone. Scanning the room with my eyes open only to slits, I spot a shape across the room. Tucked into the shadows, it is watching me. Whatever this is, it has realized I have spotted it and it is now gliding towards me. I never went in search of the dead, but it seems the dead has come in search of me. I love... Goosebumps. Did you uh, get goosebumps? Yeah, we're going to talk about those. Oh, my That's gosh. That's a sign, right? I kid you not. Goosebumps. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I can't wait. XC. Hi. You've led an incredible life. I have. Thank you. I didn't realize it for many, many years that I was different. I thought everybody else. When I was a kid, I thought everybody else felt this, heard this, saw this. Um, certainly they all knew what everybody else was thinking or feeling. And about puberty, I realized they didn't because this happened, that my life changed physically and my life changed emotionally and visually. My sight, 
you know, everything, everything changed. And, and I knew after that night, the next morning when I woke up, that I had a secret and I had to keep it possibly for the rest of my life. So I started a journal and I woke, when I woke up, I, I had these little old diaries that, and these books that my aunt kept trying to get me to write in. And she said, you know, use these, use these. Well, I had a stack of them and I thought, this is why. Now I know why. Everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. So I started to write and I kept them for 40 years. People have to understand it wasn't so open back Back in the when day. you were talking no this was in the mid early mid 70s which eons ago most you know people that i talked to at events there they weren't even born so so i had to explain a lot of the the surroundings and the situations the libraries had a couple of books on halloween that was it there was nothing the only thing happening at that time was that we'd, we'd come through the age of aquarius which was the hippies the movements the freedoms, the riots, the story, a lot of what's happening now. And um, horoscope, you could go into all of that. You could go into astrology, which was great to me. So I dove into that for a little bit, uh, as long as I was supposed to, and, and thoroughly enjoyed it because I could actually say parts of what I was thinking to adults. You, you couldn't give anything away because back then they would have you definitely would have seen a psychiatrist. You might have been put on drugs. You could have been hospitalized because you were weird. You were sick. You weren't this, you weren't, you can't do this. You can't know what somebody else is thinking, hearing. So I kept my mouth shut at 12 years old. It was a lot. It was a massive burden. Yeah, it just, people just didn't understand it. You kind of had to keep it taboo. There was a lot of prejudice that went along with um, kind of what you do. Now, you don't like to put labels on. I read that in your Facebook, yeah. but you can't hardly walk through this door without us labeling you somehow. <laughs> well, and everybody loves labels. Even when I do a reading, um, the spirit guides come through and they're pretty androgynous. They're male and female. Depends what you need them for. If you need a male's edge of thinking, if you need a female's edge of thinking, they will do that for you but we like titles and labels so i will let them know that your main spirit guide right now is a female um but in five minutes she might be male because you might need that sort of kim's right thinking. now is female yeah oh. but but and yours is male and you have two so you have one of each male and female because you've got change coming so it's can you tell good. the age of them they're ageless because they're angels hmm. they're guides they don't they're they've not ever had a human form okay so they don't have an age we have hundreds of them though so they come they go um in one month i had three because i was moving forward and i was discovering and doing things at such a fast pace that they were coming in and helping me with what i needed and then they'd move out and they'd let the other one move in that would help me move forward with whatever it was I was working on at the time. That's their ideal. They want us to be happy. They want us to have the best life possible. So ask for it, look for it, seek it. This is what I'm looking for for today. This yeah. is what I want by the end of the week. There's a difference between needs and wants. So, you know, there's a learner there. 
it's they don't always get what you want but you get what you need it's opening up a lot more so we can look at that and not be afraid to be ridiculed um i know you put labels on yourself weird was one of them you were like you're like a weird kid it's not the first time we've heard that in here no i know i can't imagine you right know? i mean we've all been called weird i'm sure and i own it i'm all right with that right I, I mean as a kid i was the fat kid and then i got then this happened and i was like oh great now i'm gonna be the fat weird kid so that wasn't gonna happen i was like nope i'm gonna stick with the fat kid until then i got to an age and i wasn't i you know i just kind of grew but i was still not going to own the weird i was like it was not time yeah, right. it is. i right. always knew the day would come when it was time what you about know? your parents did never. you tell you never said anything to your parents my parents my brothers nothing until 2012 when welcome to my paranormal life that you read from came yep. out yep i got them together for a dinner and i told them and my mother said to me, bless her heart. She said, well, bless your heart. She goes, I always knew you were different. <laughs> and I looked at her and I was like, okay, mom, we're moving on. <laughs> you know, so that was kind of, you know, kind of tells you a little of the dynamic occasionally with my mom and I. But she meant it, meant it well and meant it, it because I was. I mean, I didn't even have the same blood type as anybody else in my family. I, I asked my doctor about that. They're all the whatever, A positive, whatever, and I'm AB negative. I'm the only one in the family. So I asked him and he goes, did your mom have a lot of miscarriages? What happened? And I'm like, there was one before me and there was one after me. And he goes, you are like the 12th child. I had never heard that before. Huh. And he goes, you know, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a, a whatever chromosome blood type. Changes after 12. Know. I don't know okay. that's that's that part is not my forte and so he hits what he said to me and I was he kind of we both did that dog head turn like oh <laughs> you know <laughs> okay yeah but it it explained some things mm -hmm. it made some clarities so my brother who uh my middle brother because we had a spirit in the basement we lived in this cool two-story house that backed up into the woods and we had a little spirit that would come in, this little boy. And he'd come in and play. And I knew he was a settler. He had rough-hewn clothes like they'd been woven in this little straw hat. He loved to be barefoot. He knew I did. And so he'd come in because the basement was open. It was a walkout into the woods. It was really neat. And my brother says to me, he goes, he was real? I said, you saw him? What? He goes, I saw him once, and he said, I never wanted to see him again. And I said, well, there you go. You put it out there that you never wanted to see him again. What so age was this? I was probably seven or eight. Oh, yeah. I mean, I knew I've, I'd been playing with him since I was six. He'd come into the basement, and, and I'd run around, and he'd run around. David's five years older than me, so, you know, he was 11, 12, mm -hmm. somewhere in there. I never asked him how old he was, but I'm assuming it's about then. Because he had a band, and they played in the basement, garage band, you know. Sure. So it must have been then when he was setting up his drum kit. And you know, there's a lot of people out there that still don't want to come forward. Oh, no. You I know. know. I had I know. my hair cut, like, before the pandemic. <laughs> and uh, Gal says, I, I have talents or, you know, gifts, but I don't even want to tell my family about it. Mm. I don't want anybody to know. It seems like that's kind of what you were like at first until you embraced it. You know, I, 
I, I turned 40. 40 was revelation, you know, it was a revelation. It was, um, I didn't really care what people thought yeah. anymore, you know? I was like, I'm a big girl, let's own this, let's go. And I talked to my husband about it, and he said, you know what, maybe you can help people. Mm-hmm. I thought, well, that's, yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. So I wrote this and put it out there. I heard from eight-year-olds, nine-year-olds, 12-year-olds. After writing your first book? The parents. How did, well, okay, so explain this to me, the moms. You know, They'd come up to my table, and they'd bring their daughter to, a, to an event, a convention, or whatever. And I had people that could barely afford to get in the door, and I would give them my book. I'm like, take this. Read this. You know, how do I know my child is telling the truth? And I'm like, well, you raised your child. You raised them to be truthful, I am assuming. Um, this is the heart of gold and this little one. You know, I mean, you could feel the fear and the, the truthfulness coming off this child. So I give them the book. And I'm, you know, you don't, nothing. Just take it, read it, trust your child, believe your child. And I'd get emails and I'd get letters. Thank you so much. And it would change everything in the family dynamic the home the relationship between mother daughter mother son it was never the dads i mean right. it's rarely right. a dad ghost hunting the same thing they're oblivious rarely a dad yep. so it's like it, it is what it is i'm just glad the moms are there and they will help so yeah so that was kind of like the kicker for me when he said that i thought oh and he said, plus, I'm tired of moving these things. After you write this book, can we get rid of Because yeah. I had boxes of journals. I mean, from 12 to 40, I'm wow. writing down every experience. Because after this thing came to my room, which for me meant a lot because it was trying to stop me from becoming who I am, which is helpful, a guider, um, someone that likes to shed life and love and light um, to, just to help did not want me doing that I turned down his offer of everything in life I could ever want but I'd have to repay him I was like wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute my dad said to me once there's no such thing as a free lunch right so you're gonna want a lot for that because there's nothing that's free and I I said the word God and he and I liked that I was like oh I shook him up I like that so I said it again and he disappeared so I took all of that, put it into these books, and then have put it into life to offer it up to people. Believe in who you want, that makes no difference to me. I believe in a God that's probably not the same as someone else's. I grew up Lutheran and Jewish, so it's not, it's not really going to be the same. Um, I had influences from both. Girlfriends that were Roman Catholic, and we would sit and talk, and not that their parents ever knew because... Mm, that wasn't happening in that household ever and it's a lot of my girlfriends the same today these staunch italian girlfriends of mine but they're into it and they ghost hunt with me and they you know and they're they know it's there two of them are mediums well we send the same message out that pay attention to your children because they're the ones adolescents see more ghosts than regular people clergymen and adolescents so if they're telling you they have an imaginary friend you need to get a professional in there. That's that's my recommendation. Get somebody to talk to because it doesn't have to be bad. You know, I start a lot of people off. I tell them that 
it may come on in shadow and it may be a black shadow but it doesn't mean it's bad right it just may be the way you perceive them or it may be the only way they can appear because right. they don't have enough energy to do a full-on apparition you've you. seen different forms i want to cover those so people that out there if they're experiencing some of this thing they might recognize that you've seen a white mist like a cloud which was so cool we tried to replicate it too and we couldn't so you know because you got to debunk you can't just go oh it's a ghost well no it could be a reflection mm -hmm. we're glasses it could be somebody 30 feet behind me and it's you know it's 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 spoofing me um oh yeah mists full-on apparitions but i've seen shadow people in every shade and and mixed shades blacks grays whites creams still looking for a teal one we could work on that i'd appreciate that that'd be pretty <laughs> sweet i you know put it out there you get what you ask for so hopefully um but it may be how they can do it my dad the first time he came to me right after he passed he showed up on the couch where he always sat in my house and it was his outline and it was weak but i knew it was him and it because it was his shape and i said you get strong and then you come back to me so meanwhile now he's trying to come back to me for about six months and he's blowing light bulbs out in my house oh no and I was going through baskets of light. I was like, all right, you're costing me too much money here. Let's figure out how another way. So I, I asked him to come to me in dreams. Because I was going, this was incandescent light bulbs. So thank God you could get them places for 69 cents at the time, you know. But he was, and I didn't know if it was him or me too, because I'm an energy reader and an energy eater. I can blow light bulbs up if I'm oh. mad or overjoyed. So I did, wasn't sure, but yeah. So um, look for the shape. Look too to see if there's a shape. I you've seen the classic cloaked dark with a cloak even. Oh yeah, cloaks with hats, with canes, um, with the yeah, not just the 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 cowled hat, but like the old England style of the cape on the guys with the canes, and um, that was kind of real creepy because he had that top hat on. And he was, it was he was ushering me into a oh, room. Period clothing. Yeah, that can be key. Oh yeah, and he was ushering me into a room, and I was like, uh, "Do I really want to go into this room?" That was kind of was that friendly, or was it adversarial? You know, adversarially inviting me into a situation. So it was like, because I think as a woman, and as a woman, you you're cautious. You know, when you walk in the dark, because you, there's more things that I have to worry about than a male. You know, I can be overpowered more easily. There's, you know, and because um, normally I just walk around the house in the dark in my own home. I don't turn lights on at night or anything because I know what's in my house. I they all know. haven't been Casper the Friendly Ghost though. No, no. They, in your house, you're saying? Yeah, I've had people send me things too. What do you mean people send you things? Um, like negative energies? Yeah. When I came like on voodoo? This, there's <laughs> like, been like that. I'm going to put a voodoo curse on you? There's or been that. There's been Wiccan. There's been in a bad way because you can take that. So witchcraft, whatever, you know. Um, it's just jealousy. Wow. I mean, I'm me. I'm not out for anybody's position or job or I don't care. Go do your thing. Be who you are. I wish you well. If 
I can help you, let me know. I will help you. You know, go do it. Um, in yeah. your book, you say they have no boundaries. You even had one in the shower once. I did. What? I did. <laughs> yeah. So I've That's learned. a friendly ghost. <laughs> a little bit too friendly for my yeah, it liking. For, yeah. He had a big old grin on his face. Oh. It was just kind of like, oh. And I just started to talk like, mm, mm, mm. I can't repeat it here. And so my husband, I hear this little knock, knock, knock. And he sticks his head and he goes, everything okay in here? Because like, I'm just who are you talking? swearing in the shower, you know. To get him to go thing. away? You you know because it was just this dude it was like this big old balloon head you know right in through behind the shower curtain he's grinning at me so you were swearing at him to get out get the out of my shower you know so so my husband yeah i'm good just had a visitor in the shower he's like okay the door clicks shut he's he leaves but um i had a case the other night and it was a young man. I'd read for his mom, and I'd messed up. I felt so bad I missed my time to call her. I do phone readings, and, and I've only missed like two or three people, but we're doing a little construction at home, so things are a little hairy. So I, I, I got a hold of her immediately. So I am, I, uh, can you read now? I'm ready. If you are now, I apologize so much. And she went to talk to her son. He was in his early 20s, and he committed suicide. And I, 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 I was just, I brought this young man in who was tremendous and he was just wrong for the time. He was way too smart and, and everything he tried to do with, with all of his heart and all of his great intention failed time after time after time. And that, was, just, that was her son that, that you're talking about. her son. And so I'm in the shower, it's the next morning and he pops in <gasps> and I'm like, so what can you see? And he goes, only what you're letting anybody see and I said so what do you see and he goes from your neck up he goes it's all steam he goes I can't see anything from underneath that and I said from that dude that first dude that popped in I set this up and I said anytime in the shower for anything spiritually it's all steam from the neck down that's all anyone would be able to see because you're never alone I mean never alone you've always got all your guides all your spirits there's entities there's moms there's dead there's they're everywhere so I set that up, and he started laughing. He goes, you must have needed to do that. <laughs> and I just laughed, and I'm like, I'm old. You do not want to see this. I said, it's all good. Go Yeah. So we talked. The whole, you know, talked while I showered <laughs> and stuff. Because and, he just needed to let me know why. He needed yeah. to tell me his part So he of didn't it. necessarily come through during the phone call with oh, he, your client, who was his mom. Oh, he did big time. Oh, he did? He did. Okay. It was, it was wonderful. We both cried. and. But then he came back. He did, because he wanted to talk some more. Wow. Because he finally found someone that he could talk to, and you know, on this plane. So did you call the mom back and say, hey, your son visited me again? No. Oh, no, just... because it was between he and I. Oh, I see. And so then I gave him advice on how to approach her. Okay. And how to go to her, which is easier, which is in dreams. Okay. It's, it's less energy for them. It's less taxing. Uh, it's easier on their light bulbs. <laughs> it's easier on the on the house. Sure. Um, so, you know, I had, to, had him go that way. And I said in the... The more, because his goal is to be a full-bodied apparition for her. Hmm. And he goes, I, I, I would love a hug. And I said, Well, then make it happen. Mm-hmm. Make it happen. 
I did that with, excuse me, with my parents. I went to them. It was the most cool thing I've ever done. I was asleep, and all of a sudden there's this like gelatin wall in front of me, and it's kind of shimmering, and I parted it. It parted perfectly like curtains, and I stepped through it, and there were my parents, and they were they were in a bar, which, you know, after skiing, they loved to ski. They were listening to some great music and having a cocktail, and my dad looked at my mom, and he goes, I told you she could do it. Uh, and I walked right into my mom's arms, and I could feel her face, and I could smell her, and I got a hug from my mom for the first time in two years. Oh, so that's chicken what I, you skin. Know, <laughs> so that's what I told him. I said, these are the realms of possibilities. I said, so teach her, teach mom that it's possible to come to you. They don't all have to come to us. We can go to them. Mm -hmm. Astral travel. We do it. We don't even know we've done it. I mean, you wake up and you had a dream and you, it, I had this dream and I was over this expanse of lawn and I was doing all this stuff and I was flying. And you remember it. You were there. You were there. That to me is astral travel because it strikes a chord in your soul and you feel it. And you weren't walking. So now put it out there that I'm going to try this. I want to do this. I went to my grandma that way. It was the coolest, coolest thing. And I know I was there. Traveling through dimensions. Yeah. My soul left my body and I was there. I went through, I don't know how many veils and levels. But I have That no sounds doubt. like fun. Yeah, no kidding. Really? Yeah. Can it take me really? to Disney? If that's if that's what you yeah, want to use it for. Yeah, that's like this world. Yeah, I, I, you might. Yeah, I'm talking. You might. I think that's probably easier than traveling through, right. through other dimensions. Right. You yeah. cover residual hauntings, and I think that's important because not all things have a spirit connected to them. Yeah, it's and it's a really controversial thing. I was so shocked how controversial residual is because some people flat out do not believe this can exist, and I'm like. But energy is forever. You can't clean it away. It doesn't go away. It's forever. Your energy, that's what you were made up of. Everything you do takes energy, expounds, expels, whatever you want to call it, energy. So when I do this, it's like I'm throwing, I'm throwing energy and I'm using energy. So in my house, in the back of my house, because my, I live in an old cottage, it's four different homes that have been added on to over since the 20s or 30s. And um, there's a guy. He walks through the wall, through a window, into my furnace room door. I'm just like, okay. And you see him all times today. He walked through my son once. Watch my son goes, oh, I'm so cold. He says, what the heck just happened to me? And I was like, you just had a ghost walk through you. I said, well, is he really a ghost? I said, I guess I would classify him a ghost. So that sparked my investigations on things and how I started to look, how I started to look into things. And, um, but he's back there every day. That used to be the porch. 
and the door he's walking through in my furnace room used to be the original front door of the original part of the cottage. So was he a prior owner? I do think, you think so. Or Male. somebody who lived there at one time or another? It feels like one of the owner's sons. Oh. Is, you know, I, I just get son. Yeah. And, you know, S-O-N uh, for him, hmm. who I think, I don't know if he checked on the place, but it's, we find the, it's an old naughty pine room, you know, the old, and it sm still smells so good. Um, and you can see where the stovepipe went up through, which is obviously sealed, but um, he just kind of comes and goes and comes and gone. And because he would, if he was in his 40s or 50s in the 30s, mm -hmm. probably not around anymore. Probably. <laughs> but um, these historical just, hauntings will play on a loop. It's exactly. It's like an old movie. Watching it a movie. Yeah. Plays yeah. over and over and they over. They don't know you're there. Mm -mm. And the kids are going to be like, what the heck's that? There used to be this reel-to-reel -reel film, and that's exactly what I feel like they are. You know, or a VCR tape, or, you know, how Stuff it happens at Gettysburg. Oh, incredibly. Right. It can be routine, daily yep. stuff that leaves an imprint yes. that, that you can still see. Certain people... Right person, right place, right yeah. time oh, yeah. is usually the way I put it. Yeah, because we were told when we went, you got to be in this park at midnight and you'll see soldiers in the field. Right, or hear bombs, guns going off. I heard we heard a cannon. Right. And nobody does cannon fire there anymore. I mean, it's not something, it's not a fake. It's, you know, there was seven or eight of us. Three of us were together. The other people, we had no idea who they were. And we were above one of the battlefields and you hear boom it's like, where did that come from like, oh. everybody's skin flared yeah. you know you're like the cat and you just knew this was not it didn't sound current it didn't come from like today from like yeah like a mile away and or, did everybody in know? the party hear that at the oh, same yeah. time not it, just you because you're a medium Yep. Everyone heard it. The two so people nice. I was Isn't with. that interesting? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the, the other four or five people down the parking lot. What was did that? Did you guys hear that? Yeah. That's something. We did. So, yeah. So how long, long ago were you at Gettysburg? About two, two years, maybe oh, three. Oh, that's pretty recent. Yeah. So we did that. We rented the Jenny Wade house from like two in the morning until five or something. Mm -hmm. Nothing. Just the three of us rented it. And this poor young man, so I hope you're watching. He <laughs> was, we're on the second story and he's down there. And I just want to look out the window to see what was going on out there. It's like three in the morning. And I part the curtains and I look and he looks up. Uh-oh, scared the bejeebies out of him. So then he looks down at his buddy to say something. And I put the curtains back and I step back. And I was like, oh, I'm going to hell for this. <laughs> I just... <laughs> But you I scared him to death. I just couldn't help it. You can hear him. No, that window. That window right there. Oh, I was like, no. Did you uh, run downstairs and tell him the truth? No. Oh, no. you didn't? Nope. You no, let, let him, let him think it, Next time you hear it on my ghost story. I, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Something on, you know, yeah. Travel Channel. He was, this kid's going to be on there. <laughs> making a bitch he's got a he's got his own show now right <laughs> oh my gosh i can't I, imagine what your husband goes through because I, I know there was one point in your book where it was like three o'clock kind of a disturbance oh my and your husband gosh. said something like another ghost 
And you said, no, it was a spirit. So you, there's the difference between ghosts and spirit, the way you there define is. them. There is. Um, a ghost is someone who has passed someone something and has chosen not to go, to go home to whatever home is to them, to heaven for me. Practicing free will, the way I see it. They choose to stay. They're either afraid to go. They, they're not done in their eyes. They, there's nothing else for them, so they stay. A spirit is someone or something that has passed, and they go to their Lord. They go to their heaven. They go to their wherever, their Mecca, and um, then they come back. That's free will, too. They can come and go. Okay. My dad passed, immediately came back. He was at the funeral. He was... He told me, you did a good job. This was fun. Oh, (laughs) my goodness. Oh, it was great. It was so cute. Um, But he, you know, he did that. So that's the difference to me. Um, And I I sat with Chip Coffee, you know, who really a famous guy. Yeah, um, he's on a lot of shows. And I I thoroughly enjoyed him, so I followed him, and I I used to be like, I want to do that. I want to do what, you know. And so he talked about those differences, and I... I've kind of owned them, but I do give him credit for yeah. those. That that was that was Chip. Um, he does a lot with like Amy Bruni. Yep. And um, Adam. A, yeah, Adam. Adam Barry. Adam Barry. Yeah. So Maybe I love too. how he can walk into the room and be like, "Oh no, no!" You know, he's very like it, he, uh, theatrical. He is very dramatic. He is, he, <laughs> but he, is, he gets his point across, right? He does. He's a hoot. He is a hoot. He's he's very talented a lot of abilities and he's been at it for for a while so he's honed them and and owns them mm-hmm. which is great have you met him in person yeah okay yeah oh, several, i bet that was fun several times i went to one of his readings he invited me in because i wanted to see how he worked mediums like to see how the other mediums work sure. and how you pull things in and do things um so yeah so i got to go in and do that and so he was asked, anybody have questions? I asked him, I raised my hand and he yeah. goes, no. Oh, he said no to you? <laughs> he did. He goes, you can figure your own crap out. <laughs> yeah. Oh my he's, goodness. He's not afraid to, with the swear words. He's not, he's not shy. Yeah. So yeah, so that, but so my husband, what, he, we were in bed one night and he, it was like three in the morning, which is not an uncommon time for spirit. And it's the foot of our bed. Our bedroom is our sanctuary. I seal that room. I bubble the whole house, but obviously not good enough. And this thing gets in. It's standing at the foot of the bed. And I wake up because I know I'm being watched. And I'm like, get the OH out of my bedroom. This is my sanctuary. You're not allowed in here. You need to go. My husband rolls over and he goes, please tell me you're not talking to me. Oh, <laughs> poor guy and I kind of pat him on the hip and I was like no it's okay baby go back to sleep I, I just had a little another work. I just had a little work to do here and so the thing left but it turned it was my great uncle so that's a long story that's that's Brandon does that fall in line with your definition because we've defined spirit and ghost and yeah I mean there's kind of like a lot of it like I kind of agree with her uh, definitions on there Mine's all, but I think kind of more firm is kind of like a spirit and soul kind of a thing. But I think it kind of went a different. Yeah. But everybody's kind of got their own terms and definitions for like how they define it. But. But I agree with mm-hmm. soul. Yeah. Too with that. Yeah. Because that's why I always kind of had it was like you know kind of you have like the soul which, and kind of like a 
like and you have more kind of like an energy left behind like the residual like i think you're more <laughs> than just like when you pass on i think you're more than just one place like your soul can be in one place and you still have your energy like as a residual energy in places and stuff like that as well i agree mm-hmm yeah. My grandfather, who coached me from five years old, who was a ghost hunter, he dug up bones. He was a he was a real thing before they had all the equipment. He called them selves. Oh. So and he didn't he didn't refer to them as ghosts or spirits. They were selves. Hmm. And it, I think it's the fundamental essence of what we were as a living person. It's that personality is attached. It goes with us. Selves. That's kind of creepy. Be good title for a movie, selves. like a horror movie. The yeah. selves. <laughs> you know, yeah. speaking of movies, when when I was reading your book, we're gonna put some labels on before you leave because I, you're an author for one thing. Yep. Of these three books, Kim, you can see all those titles. Can you read them off? Yeah. If we start over here, it's called The Essence of Death. Just and, bought that one. Yep. And then we've got When the Dead Come Calling. And then the one I read from is called Welcome to My Paranormal Life. Yeah, I've thoroughly diagnosed this one. When you were in here and you were at the dinner table at 12 years old, and you said like you could tell because the chairs would creak that somebody was there. Oh, no. You you know, I thought of a movie, and this I thought of um, Ghost, Ghost, or. uh, Which one? Oh. Not Ghostbusters. No, not Ghostbusters. Um, with uh, the little girl Beetlejuice, oh. so I, I could I, I envisioned envisioned you as Winona Ryder and the, the daughter Lydia. I just Lydia. watched that the other day. I did day. too. I love it. That's, good. That's what I, I, I pictured oh. you at at that age as a little Lydia. Oh yeah. And all these things going around your house, and you're just trying to not well, ignore it or I not tell about, anybody. I had about that much angst. I grew my hair long and I combed it in front of my face. I gained like 40 pounds. I knew everybody by their shoes because I never looked up. Oh. Did I you just, wear all black? No, oh. but it was dark. <laughs> I, it was navy because my mother wasn't going there. So she goes, you look good in navy. I'm like, perfect. You know, <laughs> I'll take it. So, but I knew everybody by their shoes because it, it was like, I didn't want to look at them. I didn't know what I'd see. I, I, I was seeing spirit, but I never saw them on the ground. Hmm. They didn't have anything from like the knees down. So for me, that was now. Right. So ghost hunters, they, we set our yeah. equipment up off the floor for that reason. Exactly. Yep. You know, for me, it's vibrational. It's levels. Um, I used to think there was eight, six levels, and there was eight, not nine. And now I think there's 12 to 16 After levels. death? Yeah. Well, that's what I asked you when you were on our radio show, Cryptic Frequencies, and I asked you about any insights or secrets, and you said you could whisper it to me, and you said that you thought there was at least 12 levels yeah. uh, once we pass. Yes. And I researched that because I wanted to know if anybody else was telling me that there were 12 levels, if they agreed with you at all. Did and they call them like planes? Well, I'll tell you planes? what I found out. I, I found out that there's 12 chakras. Oh. Instead of oh, seven, so there there's 12. Yeah, there's the yeah. earth star, which is lower than the root and attached even farther down to the ground. And then you've, you've got uh, 11, 12, and 13, the galactic, the divine gateway, uh, and the soul star, which I had, had any 
any reference to that until you told me there were 12 levels. I want to know if anyone else was talking about 12 levels. So it kind of confirmed what you were saying. There are 12 levels, and some of them are above the crown chakra. Yep, and some are below. So as above is below, you know, it goes, it, it all goes, and so it goes, and so it goes, you know, so it all winds. Hearts and stars have always been symbols for me. The star was like the first symbol I could ever draw, and, and hearts. So that, to me, the stars, the star symbol there, and the star symbol here means so much. Because the earth, Mother Earth, and just the ground and what's in it means tremendous things to me because I can feel them and the same with above so it's just this combination you know it just wraps it all together it's the synchronicities but you're all. a natural born medium which is a little bit different than someone who has a, some kind of experience in their life near-death experience and then they become sensitive <laughs> sensitive is one of the labels I wanted to talk about because you put yeah, that on yourself I do I do and it's my least favorite because you don't know when you get you you've let your guards down so you get sideswiped by somebody or a funeral oh. driving by you on the street oh, no. all of a sudden i'm in tears and i'm driving home from kroger oh, no. you know and yeah. it's like it wasn't that bad oh funeral please take this from me please take this from me i don't own it i don't need it i don't want it thank you and very empathic then it's gone yeah and it's it's something i block i do conventions and i put up steel walls i oh, hate yeah. being in the middle of a room i love it when they give me a table with my back to the wall it's like thank you because then it doesn't cost as much of my energy to keep these walls up that's so much uh, but then i have to keep the front open because i do readings sure so it's kind of like a sliding glass door. I let people come in, they come back and sit down and I close the door. <laughs> so it's really a bipolar, it's very bipolar existence. You know, it's tripolar, it's whatever. There's so much there and you have to balance them all yeah. for your sanity and to keep your level of balance. Um, when I get sick, I get really sick because Excuse me, I have to knock on wood. Right. Um, we don't want anybody sick nowadays. So, you know, like if I get a cold, I get a cold. If I get a fever, I'm really sick. Normally, I go subnormal. Like if I'm overly tired or I just, it's like, and I'll take my temperature and I'm like 96, 90s, you know, in there. It just goes subnormal. And I'm like, all right, I got to rest because that means I'm not okay. You know, so, and, and. I'm a hypochondriac too, so I have to keep myself. My husband will tell me that. You're making this up. <laughs> Am I? You are. Okay. So I can talk myself <laughs> out of it. You know? Yeah. Wish I it know. was that easy. I right. wish. Yeah, well, it was easier when I was a blonde too. It was like I'd go, okay. <laughs> no blonde jokes. Sorry. You put other labels on yourself in the book that I read, the, Your Paranormal Life. You said that you're clairaudient. And all these clair words, the clair means clear it's a french mm -hmm. word clairvoyance yep. is like clair seeing yep so you said you're clairaudient you can hear things with two different ways you said inner ear and outer ear yes um good story for my husband because you people ask me does he ever hear or see and i used to have to just say no 
we were in the living room he was in the kitchen open concept so I'm on the couch and I'm I don't know reading or something and he's in the kitchen making something to eat and we hear oh and I look in the middle of the living room the dog's head pops up her ears raised and it's in the middle of the living room in the middle of the air this ooh noise and he from the kitchen he goes did you say something to me I oh. came off the couch <laughs> doing a dance I was like because he heard it he heard it he heard his first spirit verification he went, you talk about it a lot in your yeah. book he goes no <laughs> he didn't believe that he heard something he did or he didn't want to believe he that he didn't heard want something. it to happen and I was like mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I was gonna say like a lot of guys like on like cases that we've done like a lot of them they're like because a lot of times it'll be like the wife will call us in and like husband like oh I don't believe any, any of that stuff but the more you kind of press well, them then they'll be like well I had like these times I had but I don't believe in that <laughs> you know yeah. like you know people that come to my tables yeah. at conventions it's the guys mm-hmm. and it's a it's a generational thing too certain yeah. level of guy certain age and I'll we'll talk to them uh, well you know there was this one time yeah. yeah I want it on the back of a t-shirt. Yeah. There was this one time, not a band camp. That's a whole different movie. Yeah. But so, yeah, so you, they'll say that. And it's like, and I just kind of go, really? So what? Ha-? And they tell you this whole fabulous event. Yeah. And it just makes my day. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, maybe I, maybe I do <laughs> believe it. Yeah. And I'm like. You use different words in the uh, book. Confirmation, validation, verification, normal. You talked about being institutionalized you don't want people to think that you're crazy so you really were looking for that and, oh. and unfortunately us males don't aren't necessarily in tune with that most no. of us anyway no and you know what and at, at that age when I was younger everybody's trying to figure out how to make friends and how to mm-hmm. be friends and 90% of my life I've never had friends it's just not my lifetimes you thing. need spookier friends well, I'm friendly with probably a thousand we'll people. We'll be a friend. Yeah. So come on over. You have a friend in me. <laughs> yes. Right. And now that right. song's in my head. I know, right? I did that, that purposely. James Taylor? <laughs> no, Toy a friend Story. in me, yeah. Oh, is it? So, yeah, but who, is J- I th- who sings that? Taylor? Does it James Taylor? Oh, I don't but, know. So, you know, and it, it's, at this age, it's okay. I'm, I'm okay with it. it uh, age is a, is a gift. I didn't used to look at it that way, but it really has become one where you just are like, well, whatever. I don't. It's yeah, okay. I, got, I got that way when I turned fifty. I think. Yep. You know, it's like I don't care what anybody thinks anymore. I'm gonna do what makes me happy. Yeah. You it's know. A good way to live. Yeah. Exactly, and it's it's very freeing. It is it's very affirming, and it allows more steps. So if you let that stuff go. You know, we weren't born with a rearview mirror. We weren't born with anchors. Let them go, both of them, because it doesn't help a thing. So, just you'll figure it out. And I, I thought, you know what? If I, if I adjust myself to the thinking of, um, it's okay if I don't really have close friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I have people I can talk to, which is very, very nice. But then all of a sudden, people step forward, and it's like, oh, you have to let go. You have to close that door so another door will open uh, it was so it happened recently i have a, a girl now she's moving to florida i was like okay so well it's all right i'll see you in florida yep yep 
that's the way it works. For our literary reference, I chose the Almond Brothers' Soul Shine because I was at home and I heard that song come on and I already did the radio show with you and I thought, that's sexy. She's, she's uh, shining like a beacon in the night, like it says uh, in your book. You've had so many ghosts attracted to you. Oh my gosh. Do you think your house has, or your location has anything to do with it? It did. The guy we bought the house from passed. Uh, he was very sick when we bought it and he moved to Arizona. And then my son, who was two and three, saw him first. And he came out and he, he was eating breakfast one morning and he was, he was so smart. He was talking in full sentences at two years old. The pediatrician says to me, he goes, you know, he's not supposed to be doing that. And I was like, well, tell him, don't tell me, you know, <laughs> whatever. So he says, mama, I'm gonna tell you something. And I said, what? And he goes, there's a man in my room. Oh, so I, you know, I'm like, okay, mom, don't make a face and don't like, run to his room because you know there's nothing there um dang apples from the tree he's seeing yep spirits you passed it on i did he and he's he's very much shut it out to a degree he's mm. he's got a good gut he's got good people's instincts um but so yeah so it was the guy we bought the house from he came back oh and then he wanted to stay and i was okay with that learned a lesson on that um, so he would just sit in the rafters in the attic over the living room and he'd just kind of hang out. Uh, that's no. where we were. So then I bring a picture home from my parents' house and it's my great uncle and my grandmother. My grandmother, um, I look most like her, I'm built like her. And so I, and she, was, she was my savior when I was 12 because she knew something was going on and knew things were changing in my life mm -hmm. when nobody else even noticed. So I'd go to talk to her. I didn't tell her what was happening, but she knew. And she would listen to things. And so I wanted the picture for her. And my son comes home from school and he walks in the house and he looks at this because I've got it hung in the entry. And he's like, oh, heck no. He goes, you can't leave this picture here. So I go bouncing back through the house because I love family, I love history. <clears throat> and I said, well, this, let me explain, this is family. And he's looking at me like I've just grown a third eye that I can't see what's happening here. And he can, so he's, an hour later, he's like, I have to go. He goes to pick up his girlfriend, brings her back. She walks in the house and I hear them back there and I go back, bouncing back there. I'm gonna introduce more family. And she looks, she's got this look on her face and I'm looking at both of them like they're nuts. So slowly, certain little things start to happen. There's bumps, there's thumps, things are moved. And I'm like, what did I do? What's going on here? So I go back to the entryway and I'm staring at this picture. My grandmother is very 2D in this picture, nothing. He's 3D. He is coming off this picture and I, oh, he's attached. So I introduced myself to my great uncle because I knew this was him and he was here and he was in spirit. He died of brain cancer hmm. way back because he fought in World War I. He'd been in the trenches and he'd been mustard gassed. My grandpa too, lost a lung to mustard gas. A lot of those guys got cancer, skin cancers. Yeah. He got brain cancer. He'd become a religion where you don't seek medical help. God will heal you. 
So when my dad saw him for the last time, he was draped because half of his head was eaten away with cancer. Oh, man. Um, so he died insane. Well, guess what? He came back insane. Oh. And uh, so now mm. I'm dealing with an insane spirit who thinks I am my aunt, my Aunt Sue, because I look like yeah. her. And so he's calling me Susan. I've never been Susan. Uh, you know, I'm either Exie or Suzanne. And uh, there was my clue. So I can't have him in the house because he's making me motion sick. He's draining. He's just clawing. He's clawing. He's everywhere. He's on me all the time. So I seal him in the garage. So now I've got my dead uncle in the garage. <laughs> and I know. It's so great. So I moved the picture, too, because he keeps trying to come back to the picture. So I talked to some friends and I asked for advice. I've got, now I've got the picture in two double black bags, garbage bags, salted, holy water, a St. Michael medallion taped over his face, sealed and stuffed in the garage. And he's still coming into the house. Why don't you just get rid of the picture? Oh, that But is, you just can't. Oh, I can't because it's the only one like it. And it's from 18 or 19... 18 okay somewhere so in there. It, it has a sentimental value to you so much and it's just beautiful it's oval and it's so the, you're just trying to get rid of this dude i just want him gone you want to keep the picture but you want him gone exactly so a year passes i'm salt watering the back wall of the house i've got um crystals back there that are you know they're good until then they have to be replenished yeah. and i forget and then here he comes back through the house so I'm out and I'm cleaning one day in the garage and there's a tennis ball and a string for when I back in. Yeah. This thing comes right at my head. <laughs> the tennis ball? Goes by the, like it came from the back. I turned around and there he is standing there. He whipped the tennis ball at you. He did. <coughs> so it would take me about a year to get him to the point where I could have some lucidity a moment of clarity with him and he'd look at me and he'd call me exe and i'd be like great you need to go home and it was that fast then it was over and we'd backtrack and we'd go all the way back to the beginning i was like i can't do this so i'm talking to my dad who's passed then and his his mom and his sister so i can bring down white light which is god's light and you can step in into it and you go home you leave this plane and you go to where, like I've said, wherever home is to you. Mm-hmm. And so I get him in it. Mm-hmm. And I've got his mom up there, his relatives, his aunt, and my dad. And they're talking to him. And they're trying to get him to go. He gets up about halfway through the garage. All I can see is legs. The other half of him sticking out through the top of the garage. And it's just, just this, I'm laughing so hard. And I have to keep my concentration So I'm thinking, what did he love? He loved planes and he loved, because he chased chased Pancho Villa around in the border. He saw the first aeroplanes ever go into war. They were in Alpena, Michigan. That's where they trained. Um, So he, you know, he had all these things. So I was trying to, with imagery work, put these things up there for him so that he'd see them. And finally I put like goats and dogs and he was like, ooh, animals. And he went, I was like, okay. So I went in the house and had a scotch. I was so, oh, 
I was so exhausted. I just sat on the couch and just sipped a little on so the So that was it. He was gone. He was gone. He never came back. He comes back once in a while. There was something in my house that was not good, and it charged me down the hall. He dropped in, he grabbed <gasps> this thing, and he took off with it up through the house. So he is now a protector of me. Because I, I treated him with heart and with, yeah. you know. It's like a ghost hunter trying to figure out some unfinished business. Exactly. It's hard. We got a couple things we have to get through here because we we're just about running out of time. Oh, gosh. Upcoming and ongoing events. Brandon. Um, anything coming up? You got the Spirits Doorway coming back, your podcast? Yeah, we are looking at bringing it back. Um, I'm not sure exactly. I might change the format of it a little bit. Um, I'm looking at maybe just doing it as like more like a radio, like kind of like call-in. Probably still do some stuff in the studio, but I want to be able to do some stuff outside of the studio as well. So I'm trying to figure that out um, before I kind of come. But we'll look to get back in the studio as well, but kind of have that in a different do it in some different formats and stuff. And then Cat County Paranormal, you guys. And then we do have an event. I think it's, I'm not sure if it's sold out. You'd have to check with Rick Wade, but we're going to be helping him out with an event, that, I believe, at the Robinson Manor. Oh, nice. On this upcoming month. Oh, uh, so, lucky. Yeah. Very yeah, cool. I tried to get in there out yeah. in Allegan. Yeah. So, I did hear that is sold out. Yeah. Yeah. And then we did, we had you on the Cryptic Frequencies, the radio yeah. show, too, and we did you. That was fun. With, yeah, once I got earpieces, that worked. With yeah. Mary, with <laughs> our, Try tuning in like, Brandon, can you hear us? Where are you? <laughs> yeah, with our mutual friend. Yeah. Actually, had problems, too. Yeah. Uh, with our mutual yeah. friend, Mary yeah. Bassett. So uh, we had fun doing that, all of us. So uh, you do have friends. And then upcoming, <laughs> also, we've been promoting, there's a Mid-Michigan Paranormal Convention. Is no. it? It's still... No, it's done. It's, it's done. Oh boy, it's rescheduled for next year. Wow, and they they were just at they're adding more and more people on, so we we can stop promoting that, I guess. Yes, yeah, sadly. Now Mary the with and COVID is it's like it's moved everything. Right, right. It's supposed to be going up to Paracon this week, and I'm so bummed about that. I know it. Yeah, that is, <laughs> it tabled us yeah. for yeah. six shows. Yeah. Um, there's the reopening of the reading room in Portland, and I think Sarah and Mary Bassett are going to be out there. And then we do shout-outs, too, so if there's anybody out there that you want to say a hi to, give a shout-out. Oh, my gosh, just everybody. I miss you. I want to see you. Um, we have an event in October in Dearborn. There you go. Okay. With Brian Danhausen and Adam. And Adam, I'm, it's Adam W. out of Toledo. I'm not going to murder your name. Um, Weird Weekends is putting it on, and it's at the Dearborn Museum, which is not the Henry Ford. But we have three or four buildings, so we'll have small little groups in each building. We're doing everything COVID safe, and then we're going to do galleries, and we're doing readings. So it's it should be great. Do you have the dates I'm on excited. that? Or? It is October. My bad. I cannot remember. Okay. It's, um, they can look on my page, Facebook, or... Um, Get a hold of me at xyparanormal.com. Okay. And I will. Exy. Uh, I thought for sure that was a name that you made up. I did not. It is family. It's out of the South. It's great name. Yeah, it's I very like unique. It I love it. Thank and then you. your dad called you Susie and your friend called you Sue. So that made me think she made this up. This is her, her name that she uses for she, her business. I didn't use it as a kid because even in the 60s, it was weird, mm -hmm. which. If you were alive in the 60s and you saw people, you would think that wasn't the case. They were magnificently hippie, um, and so it would have fit right in. 
but I don't like it. It was yeah. Weird. I love it. I think I it's great. It I do. I grew into it. And I have an aunt Exie. That was my mom's sister. So it's it's a real, real thing. So well, shout out to Grass. They were the, our last ones on the show. Uh, Bill and Connie Jones, and also uh, to uh, Mike and Kathy. We were on their show and sympathies because Mike's. I believe dad. brother his father his dad right so Ooh. our sympathies to them oh, I'm sorry. and then our final thought i want to do your thing with the cards here everybody has some cards you guys your cards are right there this is something that Exie did while she was in college now i don't know if oh. nate went out and got some beer or not <laughs> so we can do some beers but uh now how does it work go to the left well any way you want to do it yeah the way you deal so you'd go that way right you deal this way so i would guess what she's gonna have yep so yours you are right have, here you pick your card what do i have up? to do red i up? have to guess you guess whether it's going to be red or black the yep. card that he's gonna hold oh that she guesses mine yeah you can okay do it that way all right guess red or black black no oh, so that's down and then you guess uh red Brandon, your, your cards yours. are there, Brandon. Okay. Oh, Brandon. See, we're going to find yeah. out. We got spooky people here, Exy. I okay. want to find out how spooky they are. God, okay, open up in a heartbeat. I'm going to say black. Nope. Nope. Red. I got one. <laughs> Go again. Red. Nope, you're not doing too hot. <laughs> you and me both, sister. I'll go red. Yes. Two for two on Brandon. Yeah. I gotta say black again. Nope. Oh, I'm not a medium. Red. I'm not a medium. Yep. I know. All right, one more, and that's okay, it. The okay. show's, the show's okay. over. Black. You got one. Oh, thank God. If you get three for three, I swear. I'm gonna go red again. Nah. Oh. I knew. I see. I knew uh, that one. Yeah. Um. God, I want to say red. Nope. Splash. Oh. Red. You did it. Three for three. I'm the spookiest one here. <laughs> you are. Now, it's, now we know for sure. I like it. I got that one, but I didn't get one. I else. know, right? Exy, this was fun. It was thank fun. You. We oh, didn't cover everything because I know there was a point where you started praying to Mother God, and I, I wanted to cover that. But I'm going to buy your other book. I'm gonna, I might as well own all three of them. Aww. So that way you can come back and we can talk about your other books. And we haven't covered. I got three pages of notes here. It will be my gift to you for having me on. Thank you very much. Real quickly, well, how should our viewers read these in order? Whatever they want. Okay. There's no one, two, three. No. Paranormal okay. Life is the start. And it, it would explain in the beginning how okay. it starts. But it doesn't really even have to be. I tell people when they're at my table, I don't know which one. Well, use your gut, tell you, okay. you you pick it by whatever you want to pick So once by. they read this, pick up either this one or this one, it doesn't matter which order you go in. No. Okay. No, they're like stories, short, short story format. Okay. You know. That's the show. Brandon, Kim, thanks. Thank you. Maxie, Thank you. So much fun. Thank Peace you out. Thank you. The opinions expressed in the preceding program are those of the producer and not necessarily those of WKTV Community Media.